Hey you guys, it's your girl Yahira Jones and welcome to another episode of Dating with Herpes. My God, these wigs are flying. Where's the time going? Like, I sat down yesterday and I was like, oh my God, I have to do another episode and I don't have anything prepared. So, unfortunately for you guys, or fortunately, <laughs> I'm going to do another story time. So let's get started. Are you there? Are you listening? Come here, I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. (laughs) Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating with Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Yahira.jones.1. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H-I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Hybrid Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, Jones.1. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group and then I will send you an invitation. That's the only way to join at this time, but I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. So I know I've talked to you guys about my first love a lot. My first love was when I was 27 years old and we dated for almost a year. And um, you guys already know the story, so I'm not going to recap it. But I will say that if you don't know the story, the reason why that relationship ended was because I didn't disclose uh, right away. I waited at the advice of my friend and my mother I waited until I felt like he was in love with me. I actually waited till he told me he was in love with me. And then that's when I disclosed, Um, which was not the right thing to do. Because for us, I'll just kind of recap the story. Me and Franklin, I'll say his name, my first love, um, we were both um, celibate. I was celibate because I was tired of disclosing. I was tired of disclosing. I was tired of being rejected. And I was like, God, I'm just going to wait for you to send me the right man. And, you know, when, when you send me the right man, I will know and I will disclose. So when I met Franklin, I knew he was special. I knew it. I knew he was special. And I'm not going to recap how we met, but I knew he was special. Um, so we began to date. 
at the advice of my mom and a best friend who advised me not to tell him that I had herpes until I knew he loved me, until he, we were in love. And then once we were in love, he'll, have, he'll be able to accept it better. That was what their advice was. So I took their advice because prior to that, disclosing too soon wasn't working for me. So I didn't disclose. And it wasn't a problem for us because we were both celibate. He was in the seminary. And the seminary is where you go to become a minister, right? It's a school for ministry. So he was in the seminary. So he was practicing abstinence as well. So it was perfect. A match made in heaven, right? Wrong. Because, well, it was a match made in heaven. But I just handled it wrong because I did not tell him um, that I had herpes until months. Like it was almost five, six months into our relationship. And um, I remember one night, even though we were both celibate, you know, we're human and we almost went there. And I knew I couldn't tell tell him in the heat of passion. Um, And I hadn't told him prior. So I had to just stop. And I said, no, we can't do this. We're both celibate. We made a vow to God. And I used that as a reason for not being intimate with him. Um, and all in all, I just didn't want to have sex with him because I hadn't told him and disclosed to him. So anyway, fast forward, I don't want to really talk too much about this relationship, but um, I just wanted to kind of give the backdrop of this relationship did not work because I waited too long because I was afraid that if I told him in the beginning that he would reject me. And at the end of the day, he still rejected me because (laughs) he felt betrayed. He felt like I should have told him prior to. To this day, me and Franklin are cool. We are cool. Um, I know he loves me. And I think I will always have love for him. I think he regrets that he wasn't more accepting. I think he probably realizes now that it's not a big deal. But I think his pride won't let him um, try because every time he comes around, he'll call me out the blue. Hey, what you doing? I'm in North Carolina. I want to see you. So, um, yeah, he I think he has a lot of regrets, but I digress (laughs) that, you know, the whole ending of our relationship partly was me partly was him and I've moved on and hopefully he's living a happy life anyway because this story time is not about him (laughs) prior to though meeting Franklin I want to say in 2001 2002 I was like 21 22 23 somewhere around there um I was living in North Carolina um I wanted to date, so I decided to go on a popular site at the time called Black Planet. Anybody remembers Black Planet? Is anybody in this group old enough to know what Black Planet is? Am I the only one? Because <laughs> I don't even know if Black Planet is still... I'm going to look this up after I finish doing this story time. Is Black Planet still a, pl- a page? I'm interested to know. But anyway... I met a guy on Black Planet. It wasn't a dating site, but it was something like, remember the MySpace? <laughs> Y'all already know I'm 40 years old, but my God, MySpace was so long ago. But it was like 
the it was before Facebook. Let me just say that it was before Facebook. Um, but it was for African Americans, and we would go on there. It would have chat rooms. You had your own profile, just like um, Facebook. And people could view your profile. People could send you. It was just like Facebook, but it was specific for black people. So um, I'm, I saw this guy's profile. I liked it. Um, he was from New York, so as I am. I'm from New York as well. And we began to chat via Black Planet, almost like messenger each other, but not as quick. Um, so anyway. We hit it off and come to find out that he was moving. I was living in South Carolina at the time. Um, He was moving to South Carolina. No, I was in North Carolina, but he was moving to South Carolina to go to school. He was going to go to a school actually in the town that I used to live in. So that made our connection even more. And he always just said, well, when I move, we can finally meet. My fear was, of course, I had this virus and I newly was diagnosed with this virus. I think maybe at at the most two years diagnosed of having this virus. So I was afraid. And not only that, um, I was a lot heavier than I am now. Um, So and this is somebody that I met on, you know, Internet page right so I had better picture I had you know just basically um shoulders up (laughs) I was a catfish it's in a little way I was a little catfish right so I was a little nervous about you know how would he how would he react to my size and then that was the first thing and then secondly I was afraid of how he would react after I disclosed. So when he finally moved, he was like, you know, I said, well, I'm in North Carolina now, but I'm not far. And he was like, okay, when is the next time you're going to be here? And I would say, oh, I'm gonna be there in a couple of months. And I would go to my hometown, like to visit my mom. And I would never tell him I was in town. And so on certain occasions, I would say I'm in town, but I was too busy. So I was leading this guy on because of my fear of being rejected. So finally, um, one day, this is how I felt like it was kind of like fate, but I was still afraid. So one year, um, I want to say, because me and Nigel, we were... We communicated with each other for years. I want to say like six years and had never met each other. So one year, my mom decides that she wants to take a family trip back to New York um, with me, um, my aunts and uncles and all of us. But we all decided to take an Amtrak. That was my last I think it wasn't my first, but it was definitely my last time taking an Amtrak. (laughs) Oh, God, it was such a long trip um, when you could just take a two-hour flight. So, yeah, I was like, I'll never do this again. But we took a, a, a trip to New York, and my mom is in South Carolina. So I drove to South Carolina to meet my mom and my relatives so that we can all take... I mean, it could have been very simple that I could have just 
because the train stops in the same city I lived in. But I went ahead and I drove down to meet everybody so we can get on the train at the same time. So I'm standing in the lobby of this Amtrak train station waiting for the train to come. And I hear this voice. Someone's talking on the phone, on his cell phone. I turn around and I'm like, no, that can't be. I've recognized it's Nigel's voice. So he has his back turned to me and I'm walking like I don't approach him. This is how crazy I am at this point, right? (laughs) I don't approach him, but I walk to the side so that I can get a side view to see if that's really him. And I confirm it is him. So keep in mind, I'm afraid of his reaction of my weight. And I want to say I was probably about 50 to 60 pounds heavier than I am right now. Um, and I'm not giving y'all my weight. <laughs> I'm not giving y'all my current weight. Even though I'm, I'm proud of my weight. I'm proud of my body. But uh, yeah, I still got a little ways to go. Um, but... Yes, yeah, so I walk around the side to see if it's really him. And sure enough, it is him, but I don't approach him. Now, this man who I've been talking to for years, at this point, it's been years. I want to say maybe like four years. Um, and I am right here. He's right there. And we could have talked on this 11-hour trip, but I don't. I don't say anything. Um after we get on the train there's like a food cart cart uh how do you pronounce cart or there's a food i don't know if it's if it's pronounced cart because it's not like a physical cart but it's the actual section of the train where you go to get food (laughs) so i walk to the food section let's just say that of the train and um he's sitting in there and i have a hat on so when i open the door and I see him sitting there I pull my hat down so that he won't recognize it's me like am I crazy or what I was crazy (laughs) I was crazy and very insecure very insecure that's not me today though I tell you that much (laughs) that is not your Hira today best believe it okay but um yeah so that whole situation happens let's fast forward So after the trip, um, I messaged him. I know it's him. I know that was him on the train. So I messaged him and I said, hey, I just got back from New York. And he was like, yo, I'm in New York right now. We probably was in New York at the same time. Really? (laughs) I play it off. Like I act like I, I had no idea that he went to New York. So let's fast forward to years later. So I think about a couple of years later, he, um, over the years, I would say this, he still wanted to meet me, but I was still very insecure. Um, Although I really liked this man. And what conjured up me telling you guys about this story time is that my mom is in the process of moving and I have a lot of my old stuff stashed away in her attic 
And so she was like, you better come get this stuff or it's going to be tossed out. So I went to see what she had. And in these boxes, I found an old journal. And throughout the, because I read it, throughout the entire journal, Nigel is all throughout this journal. All throughout this journal. Nigel, Nigel, Nigel. Pages and pages of Nigel. And so it just made me think about how much I was into him, but I was so afraid of being rejected on two levels. Rejected because of my looks and rejected because of my situation, my status. Um, So let's fast forward. So he gets, ends up getting married. He tells me, you know, that he asked this woman that he met in school to marry him. And they, you know, end up having kids. The whole time, we're friends. And um, we remained friends, very close. Till one point, I think he moved somewhere and he just shut his whole... And by this time, we're Facebook friends, okay? Let me, let me make that clear. Um, he shuts his Facebook page down for whatever reason. Um, so after a, few, a couple of years of not knowing where Nigel was... Um, he pops back up and he's back in the town where my mom lives. He moved back to that town with his family and his kids. And, um, he reaches out to me and he's like, Hey, did you, are you still in North Carolina? Are you back in South Carolina? And I said, no, I'm still in North Carolina. Um, I moved, well, actually by that time I was back in South Carolina. I was back in South Carolina and so he was like, okay, great. Maybe we'll end up meeting one day. By this time, you know, he's married. He has kids. I don't care anymore because I don't have any more romantic in- interest in him. But um, we eventually meet. And how we met is that he knew I worked at this particular school. And he was interested in a position there. And... um he applied for the position. And so the day that he came in for the interview, that was our first time meeting in person. And that was, I want to say six years ago, six years ago. So keep in mind, I'm in my thirties. I met him online when I was either 21 or 22. And now I'm in my late thirties. Let me, let me put that part out there. I'm in my late thirties. So when we met, it was just so warming. We gave each other a long, like, it's been years. Like, he had the same interest in me as I had in him. So it was just like we finally are meeting. And it was a a beautiful embrace. And so he went to do his interview. And then when he came back out, we gave each other a hug. And he was like, it's finally nice to see the woman that was almost my wife. Can you believe that? Like, (laughs) I could have been married by now, y'all. You know what I'm saying? But I, I tell this story, and I think this story is important, to say that you can miss out. I've missed out. And you can miss out on so many blessings if you live in fear. Don't allow your fear to dictate the path on which your life, on which the path that you set for your life, I should say. My life could have been completely different 
Now, I don't know if we ever wouldn't got married. Maybe we would have dated. Maybe maybe I would have just had a great experience with him. Maybe he would have rejected me. But at this point, I don't know. I don't know. And I felt like in that moment, I felt horrible. I felt like I missed out because this guy was a great person. Now, would he have rejected me? Maybe. I don't know. But that's just the thing. My fear caused me to miss out on an experience, whether it was good or whether it was bad. It could have been good for all I know. But my hope for you is that you, the reason why I'm telling this story is that you don't allow fear to dictate dictate your future. And that's all I got for you guys today. I hope that this little story time um, helps you in any way. Um, live by my mistakes. Don't make your own. You know, live by the mistakes I made. Um, do I regret not telling him? At this point, I'm older. And I'm glad that he was able to move on and have, like, he has a great wife and kids. So maybe it wasn't meant, but who knows? Um, but I just wanted to tell you guys this story. I felt it was important. It was, it was interesting to read that journal and see how much he influenced me that I wrote almost a complete, every page of that journal was about Nigel, whether I heard from him. Oh, I'm mad at him today. Oh, he's, he texted me today. You know, just dumb stuff. I was, I was in my twenties. So (laughs) you get it. But anyway, um, you guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. It's very quick because like I told you, I didn't have anything prepared. This, these last two weeks really flew by. Um, went to my mom's house this weekend, maybe last weekend. So maybe that's what kind of messed me up. But next weekend or the next episode, I hope to have an interview with a young lady that reached out to me last year before I took a hiatus of the, for the show. Um, her story is amazing. Her story sounds like a movie. Um, So I reached back out to her and I asked her if she would like to share and she agreed. So we're going to be doing the interview this weekend and that will hopefully allow me to be able to edit and post next weekend. I'm hoping that that comes through. But until next time, I'm your host, Yahira Jones. Be safe and God bless.